0: Hello, and welcome to Filled with His Love. You know, we've been in Tahiti now for a month, and it's been kind of a crazy time, particularly adjusting to two cultures and two languages. It's just taken a lot out of both of us, really, and so I'll tell you a little bit about how this has gone. You know, we've been reading recently in the Book of Mormon about the account of how Nephi was asked to build a ship that would take them to the Promised Land. Nephi had to be pretty shocked at the Lord's request. I mean, not only had he never built a ship before, but he also had no access to tools or materials that he needed to accomplish the task. So his first question to the Lord actually was, wait a minute, how am I going to make tools to build this ship? I found it interesting that his first question was about tools. Tools are the things we use to accomplish any task, that is before us. For example, like in the kitchen, if we want to make pancakes, we need a fry pan, a stove, a spatula, a spoon, a bowl, and the list goes on. All tools that we depend on every day to make our food. We need tools to fix the car, to make something, some, some repair in the house. I mean, tools are just so essential. So here I am with a cell phone in my hand dictating this episode. And The cell phone is perhaps one of the most complex, remarkable tools ever invented. I know that cell phones have been maligned for all the problems they bring into society, but actually when you look at it, they are quite amazing if you just look at them as a tool. I can write with the phone, I can communicate by voice with images or video. I can take pictures with it, I can measure how long the room is with a little measuring app. There has perhaps never been a more complicated, comprehensive tool that we could hold in our hands. And one function that we've used on the cell phone, most of us have used it many times, is the GPS function. How to navigate, how to find our place and then go to a new place. So, now, that works really well. Google Ma- Apple Maps actually does not work in Tahiti at all. And that's because so few people have iPhones. Almost everybody has Androids. So, Google Maps works to some extent, but not quite like it does at home. So, you know, we're going to be having a mission tour by General Authority this coming week. And one of his requests was that the housing coordinator, and uh-oh, that's me, take him to four missionary homes so that we could see how missionaries, he wants to see how missionaries are living here in Tahiti, their dwellings. So that sounds like a simple request, right? Well, there are a few challenges that we would not find if we were back home in the U.S. First, there are no addresses in Tahiti. That's right, no addresses, no numbers on homes, no names of streets there, there are names of streets, but actually the name of the street that you need to know is kind of like the neighborhood, and that's kind of how you find places. There's really no way to put pins. I've been, people have tried to share pins with me. Pins don't work very well on the Maps app here. Houses are typically challenging to find. Tucked way back in, they call them service roads, but they're really driveways where like 10 people live on the same driveway so a lot of times as you're leaving your driveway or service road as they call it you meet someone coming head on the other direction and so you have to somehow pull back pull over you can't pass each other because it's only a one-way driveway so these are some fun things that we're dealing with (laughs) And, and so because we're in Tahiti, we have to rely on the missionaries who are living in the apartments to guide us to where they live. And that's kind of challenging for them, too, because unless they live right next to a major landmark like a hotel or a hospital or a school, it's quite challenging for anybody to direct you to where they live. And then once we find the location we're seeking, we have to get back home again. So twice now since I've been here, I have tried to use the Maps app to get me back home this is the only time I have ever used a maps app when the app itself got totally lost and I mean really lost that's right the app gets lost so you know you're, you're going along and, and you take a wrong turn and then in the US the, the app might say rerouting right it says, okay, you've made a mistake, so we'll take you a different direction or we'll help you make a U-turn or whatever. Well, in Tahiti, that command on the Maps app, I don't I don't think that exists. At least I haven't heard it yet. So what happens when you make a wrong turn? The app says something like, in 200 meters, turn left. So you drive 200 meters and thinking that you're going to turn left and there's a tree there or there's a cliff there that you're going to fall off. Uh, I mean, there's nowhere to turn, there's no road. And then the map app says, go straight, go left, go right. It says in succession like that. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard a phone do. There's no road to turn where it's telling you. And so it gets mixed up and doesn't know what to tell you. So it just keeps telling you to turn this direction and that direction. And it's so, I don't know, it's, it's been quite entertaining. I have never been entertained by a GPS device, but here I've been quite entertained and sometimes incredibly frustrated. <laughs> so why am I telling you all about the crazy things that this Maps app does in Tahiti? It's because when you're in a new environment, like Nephi was in a new environment when he was trying to build a ship, he was out of his normal environment. Jerusalem got left behind, and there he was on the shores of this beautiful ocean with no tools, no materials, and he had to build a ship. So all of your, copo- your, your normal coping mechanisms, the things you use to adapt and to work yourself out of problems, all of those normal things are taken away from you. And now all of a sudden, you have to begin to rely on the Lord, like Nephi did. When he was building the ship. You have to reach out for divine help. You can't do things that were once easy because your tools for doing those things have been taken away. So when you're in a new culture with new languages, certain phrases begin to stick in your mind. One of those phrases for me in French is pas de souci. They say it all the time. You know, you're having a problem, you're having difficulties. You're saying, oh, I forgot to do that, I did that wrong, or whatever. They say, oh, pa de susi, pa de susi. It literally means no worries, no problems, no worries. It seems like every language has a way to do this. In English, we say, hey, that's no problem, no problem, you're okay, no no big deal, things are going to work out. Uh, in Tahitian, they say, ay te a ay and they say it just like pas de souci. They say, oh, you know, that's no problem. We can fix that. We'll make everything right. So when Nephi was given the command to build a ship, he could have begun to worry. He could have gotten into a real cycle of negative chatter. He could have said, wait a minute, Heavenly Father. I do not know how to build a ship. I do not have any tools. I do not have any materials. I can't do this. This is an unreasonable request. And frankly, given the circumstances, there were probably moments when he had such thoughts, but he did not share those thoughts in writing. He simply placed his faith in God and allowed God to show the way that, so that he could accomplish what he had been commanded to do. We see missionaries a lot here in Tahiti, and one of my questions always to them is, so how is your missionary going? How is the mission going for you? How is the work going? And without exception, so far at least, they have always said, hey, it's going well, it's going really well, things are going well. We had lessons today, we had a great lesson yesterday. No one has ever said, things are not going well, things are really bad right now, I'm ready to throw in the towel. We have never received a response like that. And yet they are dealing with two languages and really two different cultures here in Tahiti, and that poses lots of challenges. So in Come Follow Me recently there was a clip from a talk by Elder Paul Johnson. I love this clip. His message was clear and simple. If we want to become stronger we have to do hard things. We must do things that cause us to rely on divine help so that we can strengthen ourselves to achieve our purposes here on the earth. Those who exercise regularly Know that resistance is the key to getting stronger. If you want to strengthen a muscle, you have to do resistance exercises. You have to lift weights, do push-ups, sit-ups, whatever. But it's still all about resistance. If you want to strengthen your heart, you've got to do aerobic exercises. And that means either jogging or swimming or hiking or some activity that gets your heart beating into an aerobic zone. You can't get stronger by doing nothing. So I will admit very openly that during the first month of this mission, there have been moments when I have had difficulty with negative chatter. I got upset at my Google Maps app the other day, when it basically sent me around in circles when I was trying to get back home. And went, because it got lost itself, I thought, I mean, I have to laugh at it now. It wasn't very funny at the time because the traffic here in Papete is crazy, crazy difficult. I felt like saying to it, hey, I'm the one that gets lost. You're the one who's supposed to get me back on track. Something that used to be easy was now quite hard. But the example of Nephi and the examples that Elder Johnson gave in his talk show us that we actually need to be grateful for hard things. We need to remember those phrases in languages all around the world that say, don't worry, it's no problem, you can do it. Psychologists know that worry can be damaging to us, not only mentally, but physically. Worry can take a toll on the body and the mind. I won't go into all of the ways that worry can hurt us. There are lists of ways that worry can damage us, mentally, spiritually, and physically. That means rather than worrying about something, rather than allowing negative chatter to enter our little minds, We just need to plan how we are going to accomplish what we need to do. Nephi building his ship is a prime example. He had to rely on the Lord, but he also had to exert an enormous amount of mental and physical energy to build that ship. He had to make his own tools and then use them to make that ship. Whatever the tasks that lay before us, we can use the same divine power that he used to accomplish his task. And that's what I have to keep telling myself when things get a little difficult. And if we're in a situation right now where we don't have any challenging task, we probably need to find something that will stretch us. My wife and I right now are not looking for anything more to stretch (laughs) us. We have plenty right now, and we are doing our best to draw on divine power so that we can meet the challenges that present themselves every day. So, today I hope that we are going to remember those phrases in French, like pas de souci, and Tahitian, and English. It's no problem. Stay tuned for next week's episode. This week we have a mission tour with the General Authority 70. All the missionaries are coming in from the outer islands. To hear him in person. Lots of complexities, lots of complexities with travel arrangements that my wife has been making, getting all these missionaries here and all of them back to their place of service, their islands all around in French Polynesia. But this week should be a very amazing week. I will give you a little report next week and let you know how it went. Thanks for listening. I hope that there's anything in this that's helpful To others that you know, you'll share it with them. We'll see you next time.